This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Ah! Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. Ah! But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. Ah. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Final Fantasy IX is over, but we are just getting started here at Post Show Recaps. I am your host, Brooklyn Zed, here with my co-host, Adam H., where we are covering Disc 3 of Final Fantasy, uh, sneaking in one more podcast here before the end of the year for you all. Thank you so much for being on this journey with us this year. Adam, how are you today? Uh, I'm doing great, Zed. It's been so long since we recorded. We left it such a cliffhanger moment. Uh, I don't know if the people are going to be okay with with how we left it, but I got news for him. Um, we're just here to talk for 45 minutes about uh, Tetra Master. That's all we're doing here today. This is the <laughs> Tetra Master, Oops All Tetra Master podcast is what this is. Listen, some it? people will love it and some people just turned off the podcast. Who are the people that would love it? I need a name. I need at least one name. Who would love uh, the well, All Tetra Master podcast? Our friend Josh, aka EPLP, loves Tetra Master. He okay. did get all the cards once upon a time. I don't even know how you would how you would get them. Like I, I just have no idea. With way um, more patience than either you or I have. 
yeah, especially me. There's no way that I, I mean, I barely have patience to do the things that I like am actually required to do, <laughs> let alone the optional, uh, you know, side quests here. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this is fun. We'll see how far we can get here. Some of this admittedly is still going to be about game that I played a long long time ago we're not quite at the full month point for some of this stuff but we're we're still a couple weeks uh out from this and of course we'll get into some more recent stuff eventually probably near the end but um i'm still still loving the game we had a great time talking about the ridiculous love letter sequence last podcast if you missed that definitely go check it out but um I'm excited to continue on and, and escalate this story. The the big Kuja episode, more or less, is probably what this is going to be. Um, Freaking love Kuja. What a what a guy. He's just misunderstood. What a guy, indeed. I mean, listen, we we have moved past the era where all of our villains have to be queer coded, but we do love a queer coded villain. <laughs> well, are we? Yeah, are we like far enough past the curve here where this is like not problematic and instead just iconic? Like, are we? Are we there yet? I don't know. We might be. Who's I, I want to say yes. <laughs> you know, we now can have villains that aren't gay, or they're gay, but that's not what's bad about them. Mm. Uh, or and they can just be explicitly gay, and they don't have to be. You know gay um <laughs> no one else saw that right that yeah was no just one for, else is gonna get that joke uh just but, for us but, but you know you in the community out there know what i did with my hand when i yeah, said that yeah everyone knows um, everyone knows and if you don't know yeah. then uh, maybe if, yourself if you don't know then i'm times. not talking to you yeah um, well All i mean right, that yeah. moment wasn't for you <laughs> Okay. oh my god um a lot of kuja going on here the fate of the world is at stake um and and we got to do some do some wild stuff but of course where we left off said if unless you want to do a little bit more on tetra master before we no um, i think we're all right we're okay on the tetra master stuff um are there other like games and other final fantasy games like other like card games or is it just triple triad and tetra master like is there an equivalent in other games uh well final fantasy 10 has the sport blitzball okay which some people love and i hate okay blitzball is it yeah, i mean sort of like soccer but played underwater oh how do you but bre- like how do you breathe of water in a stadium so don't ask me to explain the science it doesn't make sense okay so let's we can ignore the science that's fine I'm, yep. i do that all the time that's fine we'll just ignore uh, the science yeah that's a, a final fantasy a significant mini game mi- mi- mega game mini what what's the opposite of mini mega mac maxi game Ma- maxi game yeah maxi game i don't know uh, that you can play throughout Final Fantasy X. But I so, just to be to very clear, this takes place in the giant stadium with a suspended ball, and you can play it throughout. Like like randos will just play this. Uh, well, you don't go up and talk to random people, but anytime I think anytime you're at a save point, if I remember correctly, you can just choose to go play. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a couple times that you have to play it. Okay. Um, and I. And it's a thing you can get really good at. And then once you're really good at it, it's really easy because your players are better than everybody else. But no, thank you. Hard yeah. Pass. Are we ever playing uh, Final Fantasy X for the podcast? Is that ever happening? Is that on the list? So. I don't no. think you'd like it. And okay. I, it's pretty low on my list. So I okay. would say no. All right. Fair enough. Um, well, I will say I'm really liking Final Fantasy IX. This is a great time. Um, where we left off, Alexandria was in some real trouble as Kuja 
um, was too upset about how auspicious this day was starting. And he's like, well, time to, um, you know, mess this, mess this up here pretty good. He summons Bahamut and we, we assigned our task to people. And that's sort of where we left off here. Um, and Dagger uh, sort of gets a little, um, you know, uh, knocked out here in a sense because we see light sort of emitting from her. And then we flash to Iko and we see light sort of emitting from her as well. And so we get sort of this like little summoner moment uh, for for the girls here. And they both basically get summoned together. And then we do a little Hail Mary here together as they're together and like start this little prayer that's going on here. Um, prayers for the summoner girlies. Prayers for the summoner girlies. Um, anyway, and they do their big summons, right, together. And we have to deal with Bahamut, who's like trying to destroy the city. And they summon Alexander for mm-hmm. alexandria so uh, if you remember my confusion of last time we have an alexander which is being summoned to protect alexandria but alexander the summon is alexandria with wings that like or at least my understanding of this is alexander is just take the city wings <laughs> that's well, you situation. know it's like how you name places after saints and stuff but so Alexandria is the city of Alexander. But, 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 <laughs> built built in his image, or vice versa. I don't know. Yeah, but it's not like a second Alexandria that has wings. <laughs> it's wings on this current Alexandria. Listen. So don't, is Alexander? Don't, don't question. It's, a, just, it's fantasy. Is it just the wings? Is it like? Does does the city sprout, or is it an entirely different city? That's I don't, okay, whatever. We summon. We'd have to be summoners to know. We'd have to have horns and go to summoner school. I got my horn removed though. That's the thing. Uh, see, that was your first mistake. Yeah, that was my first mistake. My hornectomy. It was really. I had to get that out of there. Um. Okay, so the castle grows wings. Great, and Kuja's like, "Well, dang, they're able to stand up to Bahamut, but I got him this time because I'm gonna summon Eyeball." And we see an eyeball appear from the sky. We briefly saw this previously in the game, and I didn't understand it then. Not gonna pretend that I understand it now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't get this whatsoever because we go into the eyeball, and it sort of like shoots down this ray of energy, and then we go into the eyeball. And we see Rando Mind Flayer boss guy, uh, Dreadlord here, uh, is basically like, man, friggin' Kuja. I give him everything, and all he wants is this one Gaia. That's all he wants. He wants to spend this time on this Gaia. What a friggin' Gaia guy, okay? This is just, this is ridiculous that he wants to do this. This is Kuja's boss? Or, or who is this? This is a new unknown villain because the stakes were not sufficiently raised with kuja remember when lebron was the biggest baddie of them all and Uh we thought man beatrix is gonna whoop our asses because lebron is such a big baddie turns out lebron's uh boss or whatever the person who influenced lebron is not even the biggest bad of the game we have kuja's boss we keep going up the hierarchy and his boss is in an eyeball what is the, the eyeball is like a ship or something along those lines that can peer down 
onto Gaia, and then he's it's upset. Like, it's like Sauron and Saruman, right? I don't know. I'm not a Lord of the Rings. Boy, am I the wrong person to confirm, <laughs> confirm those things? Um, Sauron yeah, is like the... two generations removed from you. If we're talking uh, Lord of the Rings, and then Harry Potter, and or three, and then Twilight, and then Percy Jackson. <laughs> okay, there are probably like other things in between. Um, but if we're talking major, well, fantasy, I yeah. actually would take Twilight out of that. Get get it out of here. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. How dare you? How dare you take it's Twilight? not the same how thing. dare you unbelievable wow i don't even know what to say to you i'm so upset okay we'll have to litigate <laughs> this in Hue court let's uh um okay so kuja has a boss and he's upset at kuja and also um we like barely see this boss again so i don't even i this makes no sense to me but whatever okay sit in the gang arrive at the castle. Remember when we took our little side trip to Trino to compete in a card tournament because we thought that was important? Um, it really wasn't. And here we are back at the castle. And um, they follow uh, they follow Garnet up all the way up to the stairs. And then when everyone, and I, I, I mean everyone, gets up to this point, Pia's like, it's just me from here on out. You guys go back. I don't need you. Um it's just I, I need to do this alone. And Final Fantasy's of, favorite thing to do. We have to split <laughs> the like, party. No, no, no. Okay, only some of us can be in the next upcoming combat sequence. Okay, it's not going to be you. It's going to be me. Um, you have to go. And Freya's like unbelievable. You're abandoning me again. The flaming ginger is like whatever. I don't care about you. This all sucks. Vivi is like, but but Pia, I want to go. Um, and Pia's like, no, man, can't do it. You're nine. Pia runs up. You're nine. This is ridiculous. You can't do it. <sighs> okay. Uh, at the top, Ico and Dagger are, are there, there's like explosions uh, from all over the place. They're like shooting out little thing. Um, they begin to fall, and Pia saves them dramatically as we see him uh, flying from the rope. Very uh, reminiscent of of some of the early uh, parts of this game. Actually, um, there's a big explosion, and then we fade. And where we pick back up is randomly in Linbu, where Pia's like, I have to find Dagger. How did we get here? How did we get to how did we get to Linbu? Who knows? We'll figure I mean I get, we'll slowly unveil it as we go forward here, but um we're in Lindblum and Pia basically is trying to find Dagger. We get a couple of different active time events throughout this next sequence. The first one, Quinna washing ashore. I love this. We're in Lindblum. Uh, we see a couple just like random sailor soldier people who are going over like, what in the world is this that washed ashore? It's probably dead. And then we see Quinna pop up and they're like, oh my God. So Quinna's in Lindblum. I don't understand how Quinna is getting from place to place and just following us all over, all over town. You cannot question the all seeing, all knowing, all eating Quinna. All eating. Um What's the you know, what's the what's the version of omniscient that is eating? Um, <laughs> Omnipotent. No, um, <laughs> there's something. Um, um, okay. Yeah. Omnipotous. <laughs> um. So, Omni- well, omnivorous. There is the um, word omnivore for eating. There is, yeah, I guess that word does exist already. Omni um, is, in fact, the start of the word omnivore. Yeah, the that's word interesting. Already exists. Yeah, well, you know, we're not uh... omnipotent, um, omniscient, omnivorous, <laughs> omnipresent. Quinna, <laughs> Quinna is om. <laughs> um, 
They first need to go see uh, Sid. So P is still trying to find Dagger, but he has to go see Sid first. And um, Sid has one of the coolest setups I've ever seen. And so we get down first in, um, there's like a conference room type situation where everyone is waiting. There's like a big strategy table, whatever. And then they're like, well, Sid's upstairs, you idiot. So what are you doing in here? So I go upstairs and I talk to Sid and says like, great. You're here. Time to start the meeting. That's downstairs. And I was like, I was just in that room. Like, why could we not have met there? Then he's like, go walk down there. And so I walked down there. And then he's still not even there. We're in the conference room. I'm like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Let's start this meeting. And then Sid lifts down. His throne goes from level to level. First of all, why could I not have hitched a ride? Truly, why have we been running up and down the stairs and the elevators all these times? I did this like three times. Why did I do this? It makes no, it makes absolutely no sense to me. Great. Um, We go, we're riding down. We're about to start this meeting that Sid is running. And he's like, is everyone here? And we're like, no, Dagger's uh, gone. Dagger's not here. And uh, like, yeah, we were trying to find Dagger, but he wouldn't let us because we had to do this stupid meeting. Um, And so we have to go find Dagger, except we're not going to be the ones to do it. Iko is very important and she's going to go do it. And she knows, okay, Dagger's probably upstairs. That's where I'm going to go. We flash to Dagger, who is having one of the worst existential imposter syndrome crises I have ever seen. Um, she was queen for like four seconds and then everything blew up. So admittedly, probably the worst queen ever. If I had to, you know, put a, put a, put a number on it. I mean, she inherited a pretty difficult situation. In her <sighs> yeah i mean it's tough it's tough you're queen for one day the whole city blows up right like that's you know that's tough I, I, what what can you do um okay so we're back down on the meeting and also we continue the meeting without dagger and Iko. Uh, like why did we send them out why, whatever we continue the meeting and sid is like listen kuja escaped in the hildegard one and and there were black mages in there. And he's like, no, not the black mages. No. I just got out of my last existential crisis. Anything but them. We can't do more of this. He's like, no, it can't be. He's like, yeah, they're there. They're Um, that's, you know, that's tough. We also, at this point, flash to uh, Kuja reuniting with Zorn and Thorn. For some reason, they're involved in, in the mix. I don't know why. Zorn and Thorn. I, I thought they were just bumbling it into the queen, and now it turns out they're um, even more involved with Kuja. I don't even know. Um, okay. I go rushes in. Uh, we're still mid-meeting, right? Talking about Kuja, mid-meeting to talk strategy. I go rushes in, and it's like, Dagger's here, but she lost her voice. She is in the guest room. She's in... The guest room. <laughs> if you're looking for Dagger, you will find her in the guest room. Go west. To the west. <laughs> um, And Sid is like, okay, guys, let's push this meeting back. Can we circle back in the new year? Something that I did for all of the meetings that I was a part of the past month. <laughs> We're circling back. Uh, <laughs> We're circling back in the new year. Let's push the meeting and go find Dagger in the guest room. She lost her voice. This is terrible news. And then we take Doc Tot with us. And the whole group goes to the guest room to figure out what's going on with Dagger. And... She lost her voice. 
so tragic. You would think, oh, she's a little, she's a little sick, she's a little horse, she did a lot of yelling. No, um, this is the classic grieving so much you lost your voice ailment that Doc Tot immediately spots because this man is a doctor um, and he knows these types of things. And he's like, well, when she overcomes this grief, then her voice will return. Um, Tough ailment diagnosis here for Dr. Tot. I don't know that I've ever seen anything like this um, in my life. So have you ever lost your voice because you were so grief stricken? Gosh, uh, no. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Dagger's gone through a lot, and she's lost her voice. Um, and Dagger's able to, you know, tell her exactly what's going on. But meanwhile, let's pick back up with our meeting because we basically resolved everything we could do there. So it's time to go meet again. We're back to the meeting room, and Sid, who, by the way, is still a bug. I, I probably should have reminded us all of that beforehand, knowing where this goes here, but he's still a bug. He's an aglap. Uh, still a bug. <laughs> and he's like, hey, guys, it would be really cool if I were not a bug. That would be that would be sick. Um, and we're like, yeah, that would be great. Well, how do we do it? And he's like, well, um, you could either... Uh, go to the person who turned me into a bug. That's a foolproof method. Works every single time. Whoever turned you into this bug, let's get them in here. They can help us figure it out. And that works 100% of the time. Or <laughs> back in ye olden days, we had these suspiciously named potions that if you put them at a 5 to 2 to 3 ratio are almost guaranteed to turn us out of this bug form and back into a man. And we're you like, don't have yep. to be a chemist or a doctor no, or a physicist. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. All we need is five parts unusual potion, two parts beautiful potion, and three parts strange potion. Classic beautiful potion. <laughs> if you can find those three things, then I will not be a man. Don't even worry about that first option that has worked every single time. We want this one. And even though we don't really know where the potions are, you can go find them. And then I'm going to turn back into a guy. So I understand the state of the world is kind of a disaster. Cities are blowing up. But I need the unusual potion I sure okay. would like to be a human human again <laughs> i sure would like human to be again. a human again here um and the only clue that we have here is that uncle Sina has the unusual potion that's the only thing that we're told at the start of this little endeavor and i'm like <sighs> fetch quest here we go we're going to find some random stuff from some random people and the good news is that starting with Sina allows you to find pretty quickly two of the three as the other one is in the close proximity the other one is just simply not um <laughs> simply it's just not um okay so Cinna has the unusual great we also get kind of a, a an active time event here of the cutscene of Cinna um uh, with the with a hammer um uh, Marcus needs a hammer and Cinna's like this is my hammer okay you cannot have my hammer um, we got a whole cutscene of that, so that's like Sinna's one personality trait. He has unusual potion, and he loves his hammer. I'm not saying that the two are related, but 
We do see <laughs> them in back-to-back sequences. So I don't know. Make your own assumptions uh, about this story here. I go all over town. I am asking everyone, have you seen any potions? Hey, you got any potions? You got any of that potion? <sighs> No one has. Hey, can I walk you home? Hey, can I walk you home? Hey, can I walk you home? Sorry, that's what it made me think of. That's not yeah. at all the same. Um, it's <laughs> it's not, but it's certainly the same energy. It's kind of have your number. Um, so eventually, we have to find this rando named Allie, who is just in a, in a dress in like the third screen in the business district, all the way down. And I'm like, please. Do you have any potions? I was exhausted at this point. It was, it was I, I started with the theater district, obviously, because um, we knew where Sina was. We knew where Sina uh, was going to be able to have the potion. The other one was just like in a, in the, I think it was in the shop, like right across from the screen. I don't even know. It was like very close because I checked everywhere. I just, I methodically was checking everyone because I was like, I don't know where it is. And if I miss it and then have to come back, I'm going to hate my life in ways that I don't think I'm ready to say on this podcast. So um we do that this rando alley is like here's the beautiful potion this was a long endeavor i wanted this to take more time in the podcast recap because it'd be very easy to say i went and i found the potions but that would not represent the like 20 minutes of work that it took to go talk to everyone and find the freaking potions i don't know if there was an easier way to know who had them or maybe i should have just assumed oh beautiful potion is probably going to be with that girl in the dress in town square like <laughs> like maybe maybe that is what the game wanted me to do and i i, I don't know but <sighs> okay also uh, when we were in the theater district, we get to uh, re-encounter Cal and Wei from Bermesia. The Bermesians are coming and they're like, hey, um, it was really cool that you kind of saved our whole town. And, well, a ton of them died, but it was still cool, the you know, what you did. And then we freaking cheaper by the half dozen this as five kids pop out of, of the screen. Be like, mommy and daddy, hello. Five kids in the meantime. Did they just have these kids? Were these kids not there before? There's five kids. Said five kids is too many kids. I, I mean, I don't want to listen. I agree. On uh, people can live their lives. For me, five kids is too many kids. I, how could you, how could people afford five kids? Like I, I, that in I, this economy, I could barely afford a dog, let alone five. That's kids. that's like, exactly what I always. <laughs> Like the fact that I now am a two dog household is actually like a little problematic. Um, anyway, five kids that's so many kids, it's too um, many. You're outnumbered, you're way too outnumbered. Yeah, unless you like have them at like wildly different, you know what I mean? Like ages, like if, if one of them is like more than 12 or 15 years older than the other, but then it's like the math is. I, is really I don't know. You're just dealing with babies for such a long time if you spread them out that much. Yeah, unless maybe like you have like twins and then triplets the second time. <sighs> but that I mean that would just that'd be a disaster. Um, Listen, I famously do- love and adore children and absolutely do not want children. This is I, I think a thing that is well known about me among people who know me at all. I really I fawn over babies like nobody's business. I think they're so freaking cute. I love taking care of children and then I love giving them back to their parents going back about my life. Yeah. The, Not being the, responsible 24-7 for keeping another human being alive. That sounds like a nightmare. Um 
Yeah, I mean, admittedly, I definitely do want. I want kid. <laughs> like maybe kids. Like that. It's one of those the S is in parentheses type uh-huh. situation. Parentheses question mark. Yeah, really does not need to be an S there in terms of uh-huh. a guarantee. It could just be kid. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, okay, we have all of our potions. Remember, it's a 5 to 2 to 3 ratio of unusual, beautiful, or and strange i think is the is the whatever we go back to sid we're like we got the hookup we did it we have all of our potions and he starts to drink he's like is this gonna work and i'm like no we we had our foolproof plan like why did we even go with that we had our foolproof plan this is gonna work maybe um he drinks the potion he's like what the heck and then he turns into a frog ribbit Ribbit. we get a frog we get frog sid oh no Doc Tot literally, he just stands there and he's like, ha, that's wild. <laughs> oops. Doc Tot goes like, what do you mean, oops? You just turned him into a frog. <sighs> okay. Um, And it's like, well, that's enough of that side quest. I'm just going to be a frog for a while and that'll just have to be what it is. Good for you, Sid. Uh, would you rather be an oglop or a frog? I feel like I'd rather be a frog. Yeah, people like frogs a lot more than they like oglops. Not that we have any interaction with the made-up creature of the oglop. <laughs> but within the world of Final Fantasy IX, people hate oglops because they're bugs. Yeah. Frogs are cooler. Frogs are cooler. Um, and um, He can still talk. And now he well, can he probably could, jump really high. He can talk as an oglop, too. Um, The one right. thing I will say, immediately when he turns into a frog, my head is going... 
Quinna is going to eat Sid. <laughs> that, <laughs> certainly wants to. That is what's going to happen. Um, we'll we'll see that in in just a second here. Um, and then uh, we, okay, so. Uh, at this point, we're like, let's figure out what's going on with the Kuja situation. Um, you need to go to uh, the Black Mage Village. Okay? That's where we're going to go because we think Kuja might be over there. We saw the Black Mages. Let's figure this out. And Vivi's like, oh my god. The Black Mage Village. I thought we were done. We have to go back? Black Mage Village. Good for them. Um, I quickly pick up uh, Quinna uh, on the way because we saw Quinna walk in. And in my mind, I was like, well, let's Let's go find Quinna because at this point we see another active time event of Quinna um, here um, getting involved with the pickle lady. And apparently the pickle lady is like, here, come try our pickles. They're so good. And Quinna's like, okay, I'll try a pickle. And then the pickle lady is like, that'll be a hundred gil for that one pickle that I said that you should try. And Quinna's like, well, I don't have any money. I just eat. Okay. What is this? The survivor auction? Yeah. I don't have any money for your one pickle that you told me to try. I just, I just eat. That's all that I do. Let me cook. Okay. And the pickle lady's like, um, absolutely not. You're like dead to me. And then of course I walk up and Pia's like, listen, it's a hundred gil. Do you not, I have like a million dollars. I can give you a hundred gil, which is a ridiculous price for a pickle in the first place. Um, I wouldn't pay a hundred pennies for a pickle. Like I, I, I mean, I also don't like pickles. Is the other thing. I so. love pickles. I really. I, why would you ruin such a good cucumber? Like cucumbers are so delicious. Like the snap and freshness of them. Why would I soak them in vinegar? Anyway, um, pickles are legitimately one of my least favorite foods. Um, actually, it's like pickles and then ketchup is also like way up there on the list. I just hate it. We save Quinna, and then Quinna's like, I will be with you forever. I love you. And Pia's like, no, don't, you don't, don't feel obligated to, you know, if you got other stuff to do, like, uh, you know, don't let me keep you from other stuff. Quinna's like, I will be by your side for the rest of forever. And I'm like, Quinna, you've been in and out of this party so many times. Like, there's no way you're staying forever. We'll see. <sighs> to get to Black Mage Village, we are given a ship, the Blue Narcissus. I don't know where this name comes from, but the blue narcissus. Um, also, blank is there because whenever we need an A squad going out and doing missions, we gotta have a B team that stays on the ship to protect the ship. This is um, one of my favorite well, things. So you that, don't wipe your whole party out in one place at the same time, because then what I do you mean, do? That's, that's huge too. One of my uh, there's a DD campaign that I, I'm, I'm playing where we have a ship as well that we're kind of going around, and I love um, making the jokes of like, let's let the B team handle this. All the people we have like a crew that stays on the ship. I'm like, what if they? What if they did a mission for a change? What if they actually did something? <laughs> um, and said, no, we on every time we have to deal with ab- absolutely everything. Let's let the B. Let's let the B team do it off screen one of these times. Um, I don't think that uh, Blank is going to do much there, but and it's in this moment when Quinna sees Regent Sid the frog and is like, "Oh my god, I want to eat this frog more than anything." And Sid is like, "I don't love the way that Quinna is looking at me right now." And Quinna's like, "But it can talk. What? What?" what? do i do i have to not eat the frog cinna okay vivi has the existential crisis over potentially like not existing anymore and people that look just like him going off and doing much evil things quinna is having the existential crisis over should i eat this frog um it's different but it's the same really um good for good for them (sighs) said this is where we get the ship 
and we depart and we're going to Black Mage Village. And they just sort of let us loose. Here's your ship. Have the fun. The world is your oyster. <laughs> Have fun driving around on this ship. And almost immediately I realized to myself, I don't know where anything is. I I mean, I, I have no clue where I am going right now. This is kind of a disaster. And we're I'm like driving around in this ship. I'm going all over the place. The world map is like not helpful whatsoever. It's just a map up there. I know like roughly the area, but then it took me forever to figure out where I was supposed to park. Like I found one beach there. It was just like just a bunch of random territory over there. Like it wasn't like any of the stuff. It was just a random beach that I could like go around and, and do some like random encounters in. Um, and then mm-hmm. I just tried to explore and I was like, this is so annoying. I eventually did find it. I'm just going to say, I, I feel like this map is so unintuitive of where things are and my ability to navigate it it might just be a fault of my own but like the fact that this is a ship only over water and i couldn't like also go over land to to do this which like, wouldn't make any sense as a ship but also the like, physics of airships in final fantasy games are always baffling yeah it just it's a little wild to me because it, it does seem like we always have to have this point where it's like well we can travel on water now um not land you can travel over water um but only water and then you have to find these nice little beaches to park at because that's the only place you can disembark um from these okay so we disembark we are in the black mage village we go to the cemetery we see number 288 is still there everyone else had left to go with kuja um but uh, you know still there uh good for number 288 and it's just like well um someone had to like stay back here especially for the chocobo egg what a freaking payoff this is is there like the chocobo egg is about to hatch and we see a, a little cute baby chocobo be born Wark! over in the stables this is so incredible we see the two black mages who were over there being like yeah well we wanted to go with kuja because he promised us a lot of things and also we don't really want to stop but also egg so um (laughs) we 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 had to do we had to deal with egg we kept it nice and warm by putting hay on top of it um and we did such a good job protecting this egg and it hatched into a cute baby chocobo how amazing um also, Kuja has a secret palace in uh, the desert in the in the quicksand. And so that's where you're probably going next, by the way. If you were looking for Kuja, he's in uh, the desert. Go to the desert. There's a desert over there. Go find the desert. Go west. <laughs> always go west. We travel. We keep going. Great. Um, we I find this desert. The desert was not that hard to find. There's a bunch of quicksand um, and I go down one and I get absolutely rocked by whatever this creature is. It just, I mean, a, a sandstorm like one time takes me down to like four HP and then it does like a ton of attacks and I was really in trouble. I, I, I think I had to go in a different one um, because the second one I went into, I went in just fine. Or maybe I had to fight that monster. I don't know. But um, there was something here that was very, very strong. I will say up to this point, a real um uh, one of the reasons why i enjoyed this uh section so much uh this in the last podcast section as well um very little combat there was very very little combat this is almost entirely story focused and even when the story doesn't make a ton of sense it's still enjoyable to to be in there's no like big boss fight for the sake of a boss fight combat for the sake of combat maybe there's some stuff that i missed in terms of other like uh, optional fights i don't know um 
but not a lot of combat. <sighs> okay, we're in, and Kuja's like, haha, I've trapped you. You're screwed. I'm going to split you up into these different cages, and uh, you might die because there's, like, lava underneath you, and it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out, like, what's going to happen if you do this. So you fall in right into my trap, and the only way that you can get out, the only way that I'm going to make any kind of deal with you, um, can you just run to run to the grocery real quick and and <laughs> pick up uh i just need one thing if you're already out like i don't you know not to inconvenience you if you're just on the way over if you could just pick up pick up a gulag stone and then uh, maybe maybe some ritz uh just you know if, if you're out um we have to run an errand for kuja Kuja's like i desperately need this stone um and i can't go get it because there's like an anti-magic field but you could go get it and I'm going to give you this giant ship. And then also, because this is a quest, you can take three friends with you. We have to fill out a party. So take three friends with you <laughs> on this quest to go to this to go to this place. Um, and so I take everyone knows everyone knows the number one choice of, of who I'm taking with me uh-huh. on this quest. If I, I mean, there's there's nothing that anyone can say or do that would keep me away from Steiner. Steiner's there. I think Freya as well. They said anti-magic, and so I figure like Freya is probably a good option um, for the ultimate thing. I'll probably have to end up fighting over there. And then I also took Quinna. I don't know why. Um, I just felt like Quinna, you know, very loyal, wanted to be with us the whole time. Um, didn't want to take the white mages because um, anti-magic. So like, what good are they going to do? And then I don't think I'm ever going to take the Amaranth on anything mm-hmm. ever if I don't have to. So that's just, there you go okay we're on board of the ship that was given to us and pia is basically asking the black mages aboard if they can trust kuja because they're like making a little deal here of like get the stone and then let them go great who is not actually gonna happen they're gonna ask the black mages if they can trust kuja and they're kind of driving the ship and then zorn and thorn show up and are like ha i'm zorn i'm thorn you can't they're not gonna talk to you they only talk to us me zorn or no me thorn um and so the black mages are only talking to them great we're on the final page of notes then. this is actually very exciting oh my goodness you are um, flying we uh, literally we're flying through on the ship and the place that we're trying to go is Ulivert. I, I don't know i don't know how mm-hmm. you pronounce this oil vert vertigo oily <laughs> i don't know oil wheelvert i don't know um but to get there you land on this continent and then you have to start running around um also i did see as we were flying, there was one of those marsh, like, quinna places um, near it, but I didn't go there because I don't know why I would. Um, just to get quinna more frogs. I don't know. I didn't need to go there. Instead, we run around to Ulivert, Um, and it is such a pain to get here. Like, such a freaking pain it is just absolutely terrible there it is like such a maze i have to go in i have to go around there's like a little circle area i have to like you know um all over the place and the monsters that are popping out here are not um easy to kill either these are like pretty higher level stuff i um got wrecked by one and then i went the wrong way and everyone died so that was unfortunate oh, no. uh, and then the other problem here and i didn't 
I didn't realize we were going to be like walking so much on this. I sort of thought given like the giant airship that can travel across land, we would take it across land to the place we needed to go. Not the case. Um, And so I didn't bring any healers with me. No one had any healing um, for just like this portion before we got to the anti-magic portion. And so I was just like guzzling potions like an addict here uh, walking around. Um, Great. We get to Uliver. We get past the non-magic door and we go in. These monsters in here, very, very difficult. Very, very difficult. The one that I'm going to call out the, I don't know the name of it, but it kept summoning Freya. Freaking Freya mm. summoning Freya. This like little the armoire came out and was just like popping out Freya. And then Freya, who saw herself, just died. And an instant death, she was just like, This is not computing. There can only be one Freya. And all that Freya was. This say, is a game about existential crisis. <laughs> so, there's so much. It literally held up a mirror to Freya. And then the other Freya, who was not the real Freya, was like, I'm Freya. And then Freya died. That was the whole sequence of events that was going on. Can you even imagine if that happened to Vivi? Just like, can you even imagine that world? I mean, Vivi's having an existential crisis overseeing people that look like him. <laughs> not even, not even him. This is why I'm. Um, okay, I want to be very honest with you, dear listeners. I did not really understand this place or what they were trying to tell me. Um, there were holograms all over. There were like switches to flip. I saw depictions of the world and then there were like little projections of a ship or something like that at one point we're like is this a planet and then it like lined up with the other thing and then we see like mother tara um happening here like i this did not track for me um all that really happened though we did eventually get into this big room with a bunch of faces and they were like man um we really tried to save the earth but results are still pending but also we locked ourselves in here to preserve (laughs) knowledge and um yeah and i was just like i'm only here for the stone like i don't need a history lesson of what's going on here just give me the stone i'll leave get out of your hair then you can resolve your little problems or whatever um and then we go across to this like very cool elevator, but also would be very dangerous. It's like a circle that goes down, but it's only connected kind of at the sides. Um, we see the stone. We just go to pick it up. And then an airship comes and attacks us. I, why? I, 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 we, we fight an airship here. Um, it was a somewhat hard battle. Uh, the annoying part was they had, I mean, this is a classic move at this point from a lot of people, um, but they have a move where they just take one character down to one HP or, you know, one of those type situations. Uh-huh. No matter what their HP is, we're going to take them down to basically no HP so that any hit would kill them. And then it also had quite a few, like, um, you know, splash damage where it would kind of hit everyone. And so that would be annoying if it gets like Steiner down to one and then also hits like, you know, Pia and um, Freya as well. So it, right. it was a little frustrating, but um, Quinna was just there to put potions in everyone else's mouths. That's all <laughs> Quinna was there to do. And that's really all they did. And then Freya was jumping. Steiner's doing so much damage with whatever sword he has attached. Like he is an absolute beast out there. Um, Pia's like close ish to that but probably could be doing more if i 
optimized it in some capacity. But um, and then auto potion is huge for not having healers. So that was something I turned on for both Quinna and someone else i don't remember mm. who but so two people had auto potion which was really good but i why did we fight an airship in here who was what was this i am trying to remember um this was in Ulaver. yeah this was like the boss fight after we had oh the arc stone. yeah what is the the arc of the covenant what are we doing here what is this well you know like the arc but what wh- but <laughs> <laughs> what? what we already did the praying why do we have the ark here too i don't I, this made no sense to me why we were fighting an airship also the animations never make sense too like what is my sword gonna do what is quinna's tongue gonna do to this <laughs> airship like there's no way that these are actually doing like points of damage um it just didn't make any sense to me i didn't understand why there was an airship fight here if there had been like some ancient Gaia being here that was like the protector of the stone or something along those lines. I would have been like, okay, that kind of tracks here, but this Mm -hmm. is like a new newly renovated, uh, recently produced arc (laughs) to like come stop us from getting the stone. Uh, This made no sense to me. What was this? Yeah, it does sort of come out of, out of nowhere. Um, But it's a cursed stone i guess it, it's like when um it's like in aladdin when he's in the you know when he goes into who dares disturb my slumber and he goes into the cavern that's in the sand lion mouth and he starts taking stuff and then he gets in trouble yeah okay okay like that? It's like i that. mean it would be like that except then also um at the end aladdin has to kick a fighter jet in the mouth like uh, (laughs) (laughs) like okay i get that i'm stealing from a thing but the result in aladdin is this is going to like turn to lava and you're going to get sucked in to the already pre-established place that's there here we're like here's a here's a here's an airship good luck go fight it i don't know that's Uh, their defense mechanism yeah um so we have the stone and presumably we're going to be going back uh we have reached the final portion of my playthrough here and it's because while this was happening i had to stop after this i just i like couldn't keep playing we're back we also in this time have like walked through the place with the projections that are like look here's a planet oh hmm here's another planet what's that about more than one planet i don't know what that means yeah, I didn't understand any of this. This all went so far over my head. I, like yeah, I, said before, I think this I is when you have to like turn on all the lights to make the stuff work or something. Uh, yeah, we just had to go from place to place and hit the X um, of like, mm-hmm. yeah, I would love to be projected this image of a ship. And you're watching, you're like going through a history museum where they're like <laughs> projecting little movies for you. Uh, um, ancient ship. Mm. Maybe it was the Ark. Maybe the Ark was the ancient ship. Someone, someone maybe. out there probably like fully understands this and is like knows the lore. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not that guy to know this kind of stuff. So, okay. The final thing that I did here in this uh, pretty giant uh, section of game, I'm back with, uh, back with the group, and Kuja is talking to them, and be like, well, you know, the only thing I love better than having other people go. Um, do my errands for me 
is uh, murder. And going back on my word, I am a big deceit guy, okay? So you're not actually going to be safe. But I will still give a little bit of a timer here for Pia to see if he can come save the day. Otherwise, once this hourglass goes off, you're screwed. You're dead. You're done. And of course, I'm over here like, almost all of these people, I wouldn't be like, you know, there, there could be a worse group of four if we have to lose half the party you know we get the amaran over here fine i go mm, okay vivi would be a pretty tragic loss and dagger you know whatever but he's like we're gonna kill him but thankfully ribbit. sid is here to save the day i can do this i can accomplish this thing and we see we overhear some black mages talking and one of them's like man don't you remember how to turn off the trap and they're like well i when i was i'm a little worried about just stopping and dying randomly but yeah i do remember how to turn off the trap here let me explain it to you okay sid walks over and we see a giant not, not even giant we see like a, a creature in a cage that sometimes turns around to look at us and we play a very high stakes, but also insanely low stakes game of red light, green light. As, so tedious. Uh, as, as, as it takes the slowest steps ever. The slowest steps ever. So the mechanic here is while the creature is facing away from you, a la green light, you can go. You can walk as fast as you can. And the way you do that is by pressing the, for me, it's the X button. Um, to go as fast as you can except every time you press it sid moves maybe a millimeter maybe i mean truly maybe um one step i i think was probably somewhere close to like a hundred clicks um he is moving in like stop motion animation style it is, they went frame by frame with this guy and we have to do one frame at a time and it is painful and this creature turns around frequently and so I'm over here, like, at the start of this. I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be easy. We've, like, done stuff like this before in other Final Fantasy games. Just when they turn around, it's not going to be a problem. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is moving so slow. And we're on a timer. We're on a six-minute timer because we have to get to we have to get to this um, on a six-minute timer. And I messed this up a lot of times, to be honest with you. Yeah. I got caught a lot of times because it's a little finicky. Sometimes the monster moves faster than other times, and sometimes it moves slower. And I'm like... I have to maximize the time when it's turned around because this is taking forever to move. And I was just getting impatient. I was just like, I cannot. You're only getting here. like half a step oh, per time then, he turns around. Oh, when he gets even closer and the screen like starts to pan over a little bit, I was like, I swear to God, if we have to go through like a whole nother screen. I know. This, I had that concern too. <laughs> I was going to, like, I wouldn't have made it in the six minutes. Like, that's all I know. The problem that I have with this, there doesn't really seem to be a, like, uh, a problem. There's no punishment if you, like, go too fast and are getting seen by this creature. Like, you got messed up at the beginning. Like, oh, guess I better go back to the start now that the creature has seen me. Why can we just start again? You're fine right there. What do you mean? And then there are yeah, times the creatures in the cage. It's in the cage. Why is it even in the cage? If we're not, if there's no threat. There's no danger. I don't understand this. It just go, go grow, grow a pair and let's go. Anyway, 
we go. Need some uh, more strange potion. Uh, yeah, seriously, we're all too able to do it, and we get like the sort of key to the thing that unlocks these little blocks that we can put on a scale to teeter totter our way up to yeah. the thing, and then they're like, "Well, let me examine these weights a little bit and do an team. elemental math problem." Let's just let's just do a little weights, and I'm like, okay. Um, in my head, and this this also took me a second because in my head I'm like, okay, I have a scale and four weights. I'm probably trying to make the scale balanced on both sides because that's what scales do, and why I would examine these weights. No, no, no. I'm just trying to place the correct number of of weight on one side to make it go down enough. So that you can use it as like a, a step stool to get up to the hourglass. I mean, I don't want to be overly dramatic here, but I think if you put anything on one side of the scale <laughs> and nothing on the other side of the scale, you can just pretty easily tilt it in that direction and climb up. No problem. Also, I... you're a frog. Just hop. <laughs> just jump. He hasn't been a frog that long. He does not have a jump. Maybe not. I don't know. I I, I don't remember. I do think he... part of it is making it heavy enough so that when he jumps on the other pan, it doesn't immediately crash back down to the ground. Who cares if it crashes back? This made no sense to me. Um, but he's able to climb up there and then turn around the hourglass, which is enough, I guess. Because at this point, I was like, I have to be done with this. I had been playing for a lot of hours that day. And I was like, okay, we got to the hourglass. Good on you, Sid. Way to save the group. Um, and who knows? They're probably still in some danger. Uh, they're at the castle. And then um, Pia and the gang are coming back with the stone. We'll see what happens with that. Where's Eyeball Lady? Who knows? Um, but that's where I left off here with uh, Final Fantasy IX. Boy, you did cover a lot of ground in our uh, in our Yadis, Adam. Um, so we will pick back up next time at the desert palace. Um, that's, that's where our story continues soon. Uh, but in the meantime, yeah, we are, we've made it through Ulaver. We've got the Gulag stone, uh, from Mount Gulag, which is a reference to the original Final Fantasy uh, oh. where there's also a Mount Gulag, AKA Mount Golg. I think there's one in Final Fantasy 14 also. If I remember correctly, uh, it's been a long time, but there's a lot of references, especially to very early Final Fantasies in the in Final Fantasy 14, in addition to more recent stuff being Triple Triad for Final Fantasy 8, a game that came out 25 years ago. Oh, yeah. Got to keep got to keep things fresh, you know? Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I have no clue how how exactly updates and integrations work but i wonder if things from like final fantasy 16 will end up in final fantasy 14 at some point like or if the world of final fantasy 14 only exists with previous final fantasies well are they done releasing more updates to 14 like is there any more like like... that never Well, no, I, there were certainly like they did the last official expansion yeah so yeah, yeah that's what I, but yeah. there are patches after that Sure, so yeah, but there, be... there's no, like, full expansion. Actually. No, I don't think so. I think they have completed the, what, five, six game story arc that is 14. It's, I mean, it's an insanely long story. Five, yeah. Realm Reborn, Heaven's Word, uh, Stormblood, 
Shadow, Shadow Bringer and N Walker. Yeah. Um Heavensward was so cool. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's our t- teeny tiny tidbits about Final Fantasy 14 for you today. 16 is coming to PC. We don't know exactly when yet, but they are working on the port. Um, so someday you and I will get to cover 16 uh, on the podcast, which will be fun since Josh and I didn't get to do it in episodic detail. And I would love to replay 16. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, so someday we'll bring you that coverage as well. But in the meantime, do we have time for an it's a look at a quick one? Just a really quick. Uh, who do we got? Who do we need? Yeah, that's really the question because we didn't get any any new friends this week. We did not get any new friends. Is it time no. to finally do Garnet, who after 11 episodes we still haven't talked about? I think it's funnier if we don't. But okay, let's do, let's do Garnet really <laughs> quick here. Or do you want to, you know what? Would, would you want to do Sid the Frog? Sid the Frog? <laughs> okay, all right. That's not Sid the Frog. Let's do, let's do Garnet, if I can. Uh, Garnet to Exandros, the 17th. Coming your way. Okay. In I... inexplicable orange jumpsuit. <laughs> um, I yeah, I'm excited about this. We have not uh we we've really been waiting. Um I think Garner... we've done all the other playable characters and several not playable characters. Yeah, several not playable characters. Um okay, so I think um Let's see. Uh, the just very classic, you know, um, dark hair going down. I do like that it's sort of uh, tied at the end, keeping things She's out. She's got the, way. the Tifa hair of the, yes. the long down the back, not really a ponytail, but technically gathered. Yes, technically a few inches above the bottom. <laughs> technically gathered is exactly about to be how my family is the next couple of days. Um, yeah. <laughs> the red gloves uh coming out there's a lot of gloves uh in final fantasy mm-hmm. i never wear gloves i don't know if this is like just a me like situation here i never wear gloves do you wear a lot of gloves well, they're good for fighting they're good if you use weapons both to, both to protect your hands and also to protect the metal of the weapon mm. um, because your hands sweat and have oils and stuff and all of that can deteriorate the usually at this point usually steel at that point in time maybe iron um and so you wear gloves to protect the integrity of the weapon and make it less work to clean it or for it to need less cleaning um so that is a a practical (laughs) real world reason why you would wear gloves if you are fighting granted you know she's using what like staffs not yeah, not really a sword wielder like a, is garnet but i like them i think they're very punk rock these like red gloves with unnecessary buckles on them you know i love a belt and an unnecessary buckle um speaking of unnecessary buckles she has them around her thighs yeah well it's like an upper knee buckle here but it's like uh, a garter level yeah. prince garter <laughs> um yeah i i don't even really know how to explain this because then we it's sort of surrounding the full like almost full body orange um orange suit it's like it's it's skin tight the the only problem i have with this is the color like i actually think it looks good but if you made this like a it's just not orange honestly like if this was like a, a dark gray maybe or um yeah, it looks cool, Anything but nothing not about it is period appropriate, including yeah. that bright orange. Um, and then the belts, 
the buckles that are on the thighs, if you look at other pictures, look like they don't actually go all the way around the leg. <laughs> They're just like from the front around the outside to the mm. back, but they don't go through the inside, the inner thigh. So literally, what are they doing? I mean, they're also not holding anything up because it is a one piece jumpsuit. Yes. So it would be like, is it baggy and you need to tighten it in the thigh? Who has ever wanted to do that? Um, I, I, I don't know. Maybe like it has to be cinched in the middle um, or else it doesn't Of the work. leg? I don't of know. the widest part of the leg? Well... <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe for a different body yeah. type, it would make sense. But then but... she has this like Renaissance era, what we would call a, like a peasant top, this like f- sort of floofy mm-hmm. blouse that is like uh, cinched, ruched around the the bust line with the like kind of puffy sleeves. I think those also have some buckles around. Oh them. yeah, we have to buckle the sleeves for sure. Um yeah, I do <laughs> I do like the top and then of course the 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 piece of this look that I like the most, the shoes. I the ankle love... boots at the also completely period appropriate like those <laughs> like extremely modern like I'd wear them right now. Uh-huh. Ankle boots that match the gloves. I love these. It's like a very simple elegant design. I like the yeah. color. It's like a the, there is like a heel situation as well so you get some height i i like the i like the the shoes a lot here like stylistically those are red mine are black but i have very similar black ankle boots in terms of like height of the heel the construct of it the ankle length uh, it, look, it does look very modern. Makes like, no really, sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah, there's not. It does not make a lot of uh, sense. The eras are all over the place. I mean, we're in a steampunk Renaissance-ish fantasy world, so like, who cares? But it yeah. is bizarre. Um, I also wish that the shoes and the gloves were the same hue of red. Like it does throw yeah. me a little bit that they're like, you know, a little off. But um, maybe that's a lighting thing in that particular it could image. Be. Yeah, it could be. Um, but I, I think do... if you if you look at the image we're looking at at the top of the wiki is the more modern um, animation style. Is that is that what you're seeing when you play? Is that what the Steam version looks like? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I'm playing. The, I played the older, closer to the more original um, animation. Uh, and if you scroll down a bit further and see more what that looks like, the it does look like the gloves and the boots are the same. Red. Okay, interesting. I think the higher definition, better lighting in the animation is making it, there's more light shining on the boots than the hands because the hands are in front of her and the light is shining from hmm. behind. Well, now that we've done Garnet, I don't even know where we go from here. We might have to just call it. We might not have any more characters. This was our. I think we'll find we'll find a way. <laughs> have we done Kuja yet? Actually, I can't, I think we did. I, I will make sure by the next time we do this podcast, we know we have the list. Okay, that's good. Um, um, I also think that we're approaching the end of the game. I'm, I am I feel like we are anyway or else. Like, I, uh, I feel like I have played this game for a million hours. Like, yeah, my... You are, I would say, close to halfway through disc three. <laughs> okay okay i mean that's, uh, that's uh, and disc, then there yeah, technically four, is so. a disc four but disc four is is very small and uh, if i remember correctly mostly side questy things that you won't do okay so we might only have one two maybe three more podcasts left of this i, so. I would say at least three possibly four we'll see okay we'll see how things go you've got you've got holiday you're gonna be uh is it t- technically gathered what did technically i say <laughs> technically gathered <laughs> with your family gathering yeah uh for the coming days but we will be back with you all in the new year if you can believe it in tw- final fantasy 9 in 2024 here we come 
Um, Adam, anything you want to let people know about here on uh, what is definitely December 30th, 2023? <laughs> yeah, we, uh, well, very exciting. Um, uh, first of all, you can find me on Twitter, Adam one We're over at One Discovery Podcast talking about Girls 5 Ever. We just did 13 going on 30. In just two days, the start of the new year, uh, January 1st, we are starting a new podcast. I talked about this last time, Previous Little Liars, where we're going through all of Pretty Little Liars. Um, at least season one. We'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of episodes of Pretty Little Lies, but we're only watching the previously on of each episode. So go check that out over there. Um, Percy Jackson is uh, still going strong. We just uh, did our book club podcast with Brenna. We recorded uh, episodes one and two as well of that show. I think episode three will probably have released at this point as well. So go check that out. That's on Post Show Recaps. Talking Doctor Who. At this point, our Christmas special will have dropped as well. I have, yeah, I have not seen it yet, obviously, but um, we're very excited to talk about that. Um, talking Monarch Legacy of Monsters with Todd. That show will be wrapping up in just the next couple weeks. And, uh, of course, we'll be back here um, talking Final Fantasy IX until, until the end. I love you, Steiner. That's all. That's that's what I want to leave people with. I love it's your Steiner. parting, your parting words for the year. Uh, I'm I'm chilling. Uh, you can hang out with me on Twitch at Twitch.tv/HardRockCo. Probably lots of content coming your way in the near future because I don't have a lot going on, which is fine. Um, it's it's nice to be hanging out, snuggling my dog while it's cold out and dark outside. Uh, so thank you all for being here as always. Don't forget to support the podcast at patreon.com slash post show recaps. Have a very happy and safe new year. Uh, good luck to all of us. And we'll see you in 2024. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.